0: Um says that
1: seems to be live
0: on YouTube. Says I'm no, live, not live says, on YouTube. Says I'm live. I have this every time and when I go back to to play it on YouTube, it what we were live. But it takes a little a minute or so to Now we're live. There
2: we go.
0: There we go. And we're li- welcome to Pixel Slapper. I'm just going to check we're live on Rumble. And we are live on Rumble. So welcome <coughs> everyone. This is a in Conversation with Friends back once again with the Renegade League Master. Master. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that every time now. I say it, and I can't help but say it now. <laughs> like I told you,
2: it's part and parcel. And once you hear it, you can't get rid of it.
0: Exactly, exactly. See Masuku in chat. Mr. VJ is in chat as well. So,
1: of intros.
0: So how are you doing, VJ?
1: I'm good, I'm good. And um, ready to ready to see you steer all the topics really neatly today because you need to be com- need to be commander and leader today. To make sure we don't go off. Um,
0: track. Masuka can always jump in if you're free. No worries. Never no, that, that's genuine. If you want to jump in, mate, you can. So now you completed Yakuza Zero. You have.
1: He's part of the family again, is he? He
0: always has been. But I don't know if he's free or not. But yeah, but uh, you're doing well then what's the heat like is it raining is it hot
1: um actually it's been hasn't been above probably 17 or 18 degrees for the last couple of weeks but next week it's going to jump up to about 90 which is about 32 or 33 degrees so um i'm enjoying the cool british weather here
0: nice we haven't got any well there's talk of, of a heat wave coming back to the uk in about a week or two
2: Oh, that's well, that what would make brought. sense then. I'm yeah, hoping. Uh, I'm hoping,
0: We've got. I'm hoping it doesn't. But apparently, it's meant to. It's meant to be some
2: heat wave. I don't know when. Yeah. But... Well, mm. I mean, currently we just had thunderstorms and lightning and rain, so um, that does prelude a, a hotter climate.
0: Definitely does. Definitely does. But yes, uh, Masuku's in chat talking about Zero. Here's is a Yakuza Zero. But how are you doing, Masuku? Uh, not Masuku. How are you doing, Removable Sanity? At least I'm not getting I'm, mixed I'm Masuku. In.
2: Yay! It's moved from Animated <laughs> Evil to, to Masu- Masuku now. See, this is what's so good about this. I, I get completely forgotten, and whoever's in chat basically takes over my title for stubs. It's just, I'm just this random person that just, you know, turns up now and then. <laughs> I can't complain. Oh, so it's, it's, it's um, uh, uh, we've had a, a, a pretty good week. It's, I said over here, I've just had like light, uh, thunder and lightning and rain for the last three or four hours. So, um, that could be prelude to a bit of a heat wave, which apparently we're starting to get. Um, apart from that, yeah, I've mean, been just playing some games and uh trying to get a few reviews out with the help of uh VJ. Oh, VJ is getting involved in your reviews, eh? Nice. Well, it was, it's, it's the game in question is uh, payday three. And I needed some uh, willing bodies who were able to basically play with me multiplayer-wise because it is currently out on Game Pass. Um, and also someone who had a previous history with the previous titles, as I'm kind of completely and utterly uh, so- a noob to it.
1: Let's let's get this right, Removable. I've been his Igor to Dr. Frankenstein. Well,
2: I, just, I don't know about that. I mean, you know... You were incredibly insightful in uh, the previous franchise. Yes,
1: know. master. Yes, master. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's only because, literally, it was like, it was like I've done the few of the maps, and so therefore I knew what to do. Um, but a part of a few of them we had no idea what the hell we were doing until you play. Uh, but until you go through it, you actually don't know what you're doing in some cases. You don't know what the tasks are or anything like that, so yes yes that was uh he was his he was invaluable at uh helping me create the review that will be out hopefully by the end of this week. well you know because vj isn't
0: it it's gonna it's gonna bang some numbers it's gonna be one of the biggest reviews you've ever done because you've got vj <laughs> in the video well,
2: I, I i'm not here for the views i'm here for simply providing the you know, the best content i can you know uh and the most mistri- there's the material content i can as well you know but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was an interesting sort of uh, situation with uh, VJ because obviously he has a previous experience of the titles and I needed the uh, conversation with him just kind of get you know get a uh, I wouldn't say a fans' version of it, but uh, someone with a little bit of history of the franchise.
0: That's fair. That's a it's a good it's a good perspective to have for a, for a review, definitely.
2: Well, exactly, yes. I can only go from a literally a complete noob's perspective which is also going to be very helpful but um, those who have played, like say the previous franchise yeah, it's good to have their understanding as well so uh, I can see and take on board their comments so people who have played it, you know I can I give them a little bit of a, advice there as well I must say that trailer does look pretty good
1: yeah, it looks really, really good. They've
2: added in; it looks like a lot oh, more a special attacks. Put it back on. Yeah, so
0: uh, the the, the gaming question. If you listen on audio feeds, thank Is you, uh, for, thank you, Apple Podcast, uh, Apple Podcast listeners for forgiving me because I left feeds and the, the stats are now back to average views on their uh, Apple. So, if you're one of them twenty-one downloads, please leave us an Apple Review. It really would help. But yes, we're, we're talking about Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, which is due out to January 2024, and it looks absolutely incredible, because it's a bit like the, the package you put together, it's a bit like a movie
2: they always do then they always set up a very i mean i you know uh, like a dragon i haven't completed it yet but like a dragon australia was one of the reasons what got me into it and it was literally they just do a fantastic job at selling the game in all its shapes and forms you know um it's great
0: people moan about all oh, that a lot of people don't like yakuza because there's a lot of a lot of story in it you know like cut scenes etc but it all makes sense in the end it all, it all slots together and it's, it, it, I, 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 I'm i playing Yakuza economy 2 again now I'm right at the end I've got a the, the thing is for Yakuza I don't know I, I, I haven't played the new like a dragons though is that um difficulty curve there where you're
2: just kicking ass and suddenly it spikes right up is, is that still there I think they have that, yes. I think yeah. that is is still there, but that just means that you've got to basically, you know, um, grind a slight a little bit to try and get your stats up. Yeah, there's a you
0: know... certain thing I'm trying to beat at the minute. I won't say because I don't know who's played Kwame but there's something I've got to beat, and I'm struggling with it. I, um, it's annoying me. I will get there. I will. I don't want to spoil it for anyone like Masuka then. Or oh, anyone like that hasn't played, there's the a certain bit I'm on about. But um, so yeah, it's probably part of their style of the Yakuza games with, with this, this this spike in in difficulty, because you don't pick a difficulty, do you? In Yakuza? it just you play, and that's it. As far exactly. as I, as far as I know, you don't pick. You don't pick one, do you?
1: Um, in the skill trees, where yeah. um, you can increase certain attributes for your character in terms of for example if you eat a sandwich how much energy does it replenish mm-hmm. um how many times you can repeat a special move and the effect of it and so on and so forth uh, if you i know they're all quite of enticing but if you pick and choose those uh carefully and strategically you do find that your character develops in a specific way to help you overcome certain missions in terms of the spike um I think that those are very specific to boss battles and the game does prompt you in the fact that, look, you're going up against a major foe, maybe not directly, but through the storytelling, look, you've got to beat, you know, this dragon or this Mm -hmm. boss or the the head of this um, organization. So that is a prompt for you in all the Yakuza games. Um, the fact that, you know, you should stock up on sandwiches and, and uh, special potions or well, special drinks. Oh,
0: I've learned that one. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah.
1: So so now you're familiar with it. Um, and even with um, uh, like a dragon. Um, actually I, I jumped into that speaking to, I wasn't too sure but I was speaking to Removable, he was the one who I think he got given a copy or he bought a copy for Christmas and, and then it ended up in Game Pass forgive me if I'm wrong about that and uh, he mentioned it so I, I wasn't too keen on on the turn base it's switching to Yeah, the like a
2: Dragon is what I got for Christmas and uh, it, well, it did end up in Game Pass so yeah.
0: You bought it physically yeah, so, didn't you? Physically I remember or
2: was
1: Yeah, so so uh, in that game, um, the only spikes that I can recall is towards the end. But again, if you if you played the game strategically, um, then um, absolutely, yeah, I, I think you can you can overcome it. But um, I, I was going to say when you mentioned that the tra- the trailer looked like a movie, I watched this trailer and I thought, okay, this is just giving an insight in the game. I went to watch. Um, um, yakuza oh sorry like a dragon the man who erased his name sorry and there was a three-minute trailer there and that actually re- is more reminiscent or more sort of ideal or a, p- a picture of what a movie trailer looks like i don't know if you've got that so, this is more of a, um, a game overview trailer so either that or i've got the wrong trailer hang on a minute. But, uh,
0: this this might uh, be i might have got the wrong one it might be the, man yeah, the who other ran- one
1: the other one we're curious on the one that's out on november the 9th oh the what, what
0: a movie. muppet that's what i'm talking about the yeah, the man who erased the name. That's someone like River a movie. War. Yeah, I am.
1: Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You got removal talking about the wrong game and me when I know the trailer you're referring to. That's yes, it's in
2: the. It's this. the second. It's in the direct.
0: The Hang on. It's in the direct. That was a trailer I was, yeah. struck, I was struggling to get. Hang on. I think this was this one here. I think this is the one. Um, there there we is go. This
1: also fantastic. Yeah. This one here is also. Yeah. This trailer here.
0: There we go. Um, yeah I'm struggling to get that trailer said this is from the
2: Direct this is
0: this is the movie one I got the wrong bloody game typical me uh,
1: this one here I I still haven't
2: played the one that's the second one isn't it I haven't actually had a chance is that coming out he's coming out soon isn't it that's day Um, and date in game pass
0: the man who raised raised his name no no I mean
2: the one previous previous uh, one that he was talking about
0: infinite wealth out in January that's not been mentioned for game pass
1: not yet. We haven't been told yet, right? I mean, mm. this game has been on pre-order for a while, then suddenly it drops in Game Pass. So so it wouldn't surprise me if they look to see how the pre-order sales go for infinite wealth, um, wealth maybe even up until December, the, the game show, uh, the end of year game show, and then announce it there, or perhaps exactly. even in January. Because if the pre-order sales aren't great, you know on microsoft they say look you know the pre-orders are around i don't know 500k and lifetime is expected at a million how about we just give you this money and pu- can you put it in game pass um and, uh, perhaps that's that's how i would go about it um and then sega would have to weigh up the fact that do they risk more sales potentially coming in or do they take the money on offer and supplement it with additional sales if the game's received really well so uh, well what
2: What you could do there is simply you put it into Game Pass, and then what you do is you don't put in DLC as a um, Uh, part of the contract. So then, should it switch the other way around, should things really kick off, you can then just go straight DLC, 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 and that will then I wouldn't say it'll it will make up for the the uh, that shortfall, but it will definitely probably bring in a lot more cash. I don't think there's two things. There's one
1: is yeah. that there's a bird in the hand, removable, which Sega would have to take into consider. And number two is potential upside if the game is received well. They still sell lots of copies, as plus, as you say, potentially DLC if they release it, as well as getting uh, a major upfront sum from Microsoft. But Microsoft might be more generous, perhaps saying, hey, look, we need to build our relationship with Sega, which leads me onto a very small nugget saying, how long before those uh, judgment games come to Game Pass?
2: I think I think to be honest with you, it would make a good deal for them to do so because I think it's the more people play it, the more they're gonna get fan bases will will grow because of it and um it's one of those ones that I think generally the once you play it you you' you'll either fall in love with it or you'll hate it I, for me it's one of these games that is like you either absolutely adore it or you won't like it and i think for for me i absolutely adore uh like a dragon it was just it was just brilliant um i haven't completed it and i just i keep myself every time because i just try and find myself time to try and go back and then get back into it again because i know the moment i do i'll probably end up you know Spending like I did last time, which was about 30 odd plus 40 odd hours, just messing around with the side quests, messing around with the, the mini games, messing around with all the little collectibles. You know,
1: you spent a lot of time hanging out in Pink Street, and I'm sure you met me there as well a couple of times.
2: It was, it was a lovely place to be. I oh, actually, a lot, of, a lot of time was actually here in the, uh, the arcades. I spent a lot of time mm. in the arcades, mm. especially playing certain particular games that was in the arcades. Um, and i hope the new one does exactly the same Um, after seeing that previous video it does look like it's going to bring in a lot of
1: fantastic sega games in there hasn't it it's got some
2: fantastic it sparks
0: some controversy not controversy some of the sega community a lot of the new yakuza games are getting games that you can play in yakuza that they haven't you haven't actually released for console and it's, it's a way of getting people to buy the games. They're thinking.
1: I think that's their prerogative. No? Exactly.
2: Yeah, why not? Why Why shouldn't they do that? That's, as you said, it's cash on the table. Why exactly. can't they? Because at the end of the day, not only is it about game preservation because the game is preserved. Yeah. You're getting people into a new franchise. And if they buy that simply just for playing, I don't know, Sega Rally on there. You're still, you're still I can't think what the ga- rally
0: yeah I can't think what the game is it I don't know if it's that one I can't think what game it was but it's a way of getting people to get the game
2: it is and, and yeah, I I think it's a brilliant idea I think it you know, not only does it preserve the games uh for future generations it opens them up to new possibilities um you know, I personally, yes, I wouldn't mind if they actually brought out some of the original games as well. But <laughs> if they want to go down that path, so be it. I'll, I'll still be going for it.
0: No, it's a good idea. It is. It's. it's uh,
1: I, I think no. it's. A, I, I just think it increases the overall awareness. Uh, sorry, immersiveness yeah. and the nostalgia. Just, just, just two things at the top of my head, and. Um, and this game here, this is the the movie trailer that yeah. Stubbson was referring to, um, Removable. And so intriguing, it really is. And yeah, look, I know people haven't played Yakuza 6, so I'm not going to spoil it, but let's just say uh, it was a fantastic ending, an ending which for someone like Kiryu, given the life that he'd led through the first six or seven games, it was inevitable, but it was a little bit like, wish it, it would have been a better outcome for him but he did the right thing in what he needed to do in terms of
2: You re- the like, saying is there was uh, a sequel going to be coming in regardless
1: i, I wasn't sure because the the, the um, they'd moved on to the judgment series at that time removable and obviously the like a dragon series like you just mentioned so there was no talk at all of kiryu ever coming back and i think that the the producer or director that left to go to work at netease had said that's the story for for, for kiryu san and obviously you've just seen the in this stream here the new the new head of uh, the yakuza or the whole yakuza series the like a dragon series just mentioning here um, i think it was him potentially who's brought it back and weaving in kiryu's uh, saga post post uh, saga of what happened in post six um, and then also introducing him into the like a dragon series which is also appearing in as a character so I, I'm really glad they've done it and a lot of people that were a little bit sad in terms of um, um, not not surprised by the outcome of six but uh, I, I think this is going to be incredibly welcome welcome for them uh, especially knife. at the price point at $50 So anyway, anyway that was just my two two cents there on, on that which I, which I thought might be worth getting out there
0: no, it's true because it will be. People will be sad, obviously, because it's it's like I hate to say it. It's like if if Marcus Phoenix ever leaves gears of war games, you know, people can't live on forever. We don't know the actual outcome of what's going to happen, do we?
1: we? We end up in Halo, running as Master Chief.
0: But but we know, like with Kylo, if you watch the movie trailer, you know part of the story, the plot really what, what it's going to lead to you know I just think it's a well packaged movie trailer well what you
2: can what you see in this trailer it's, 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 it's not a movie staged, uh, it's, it's a game it's but got it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's in here as well I think that they're, they're slightly tying the two genres together
0: it's very diverse there's a lot in it there's a lot of that game could you could be there for a long time if you ploughed through each bit of the game it could, it could be a very I very think... big game
1: I think Removable's got a point there because um, it shows in one of the streams, Removable, that in Like a Dragon, um, Kiryu San um, is turn-based, but he's got the freedom of movement around the enemies. Mm-hmm. So, like, so just him, I think it is that harks back to obviously the games he's starting previously, where he's obviously free roaming. So, um, yeah, I, I, I thought that was a nice touch, personally.
2: It says you can actually play with both both characters, so yep. to get the full experience, which um it tells me they're bringing these the new franchise and the old franchise they're bringing it together to create something brilliant mm. and it more immersive and
1: that's I think that's a great movie movie. move
2: that's a great move because if for those who've never played the Ichibar uh story you're gonna see him for the first time with those haven't played you know um so my brain's going um the other character
0: um
2: yes they'll see it from here so it's a clever it's a clever way it's gonna get you to, to basically you know experience two different things
1: merging the past with the present
2: yeah it is almost as if it's a uh a torch of a passing torch.
1: Hmm.
2: And
1: Yeah, so just it's just like you know, gun- Kiro gun- gun- past gun- with gun-
2: Ichiban. So I was like just that's need,
1: um... just Sorry, go ahead.
2: I would just say looking looking at the, the trailer here, he even talks about you know Kiru, you know, um meeting with Ichiban and I think it's just a it's just just a clever way of Bringing two two franchises, an old franchise which is probably coming to its close, to a new franchise which is just probably starting off, and tying them together in a in a really nice cohesive way. Um, I not yeah,
0: the... I... I've not played the I've not played the Ichiban one. Obviously, they like a Dragon Six. I haven't
2: played it. See, that was my that was my first um, experience into the world. So that's why I'm slightly biased because I kind You've, of enjoy no, the storyline.
0: Because uh have, have you played Yakuza
2: Zero? No, I haven't, no. See, no like, at all. Like, no, as I said, it's one of those things that it's like those RPGs that you need a good fifty to sixty hours to really, you know, engage and enjoy with those sorts of situations. The...
1: It's one of the best Yakuza, if not one of the if not the best, it's it's a phenomenal game, uh removal, phenomenal.
0: I need to still try that one, because I know, like, uh, some people don't like the old style. It's like, you know, you know, uh, Scott SX2, he um, he tried, you know, the old style, like Yakuza 0, didn't really go on with him, but Yakuza 6, with Ichiban, loved it. So, he loved that style. He didn't like the old Brawler style. So, so it's a way think, of bringing new people in. in.
2: Yeah, it's. I mean, there was, was the other one that you was getting me? You um, you mentioned uh, VJ, um, the detective series, Judgment. Oh yeah, I was just going to say series. how
1: long before the the trifecta uh, is complete and they begin? They bring in Yagami-san from the Judgment series <laughs> into That's the fold. The Judgment <laughs> series, because to be
2: honest with you, I'm that is I I've actually got that. I'm wait, I, I wait until that. I'm I'm gonna buy the both the two Judgment series. It's uh, two uh, Judgment and uh, the second one that is almost um it has a it has a very similar art style to uh like a dragon um but you're right it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they all basically join together at some point or at least make crossover appearances it would make sense wouldn't it
1: yeah i, I would say um I actually wanted to hear from Masuko because I just saw in the chat that um, he'd finished he's finished Yakuza Zero today. So I'd like to see where he rates that among the Yakuza games he's played. But but according to, but what you're saying, Ruby, what I do want to emphasize is that, like um you know people will think oh you know, the like a Dragon series is probably the same as the Yakuza series, but what I will say is that the Judgment series is just as diametrically opposed. In a, in a positive way, to the Yakuza series with the Kiryu-san versus the Like a Dragon series. It's his own separate game with slightly with different mechanics and yeah. uh, different cities, but also uh, different characters as well that grow on you and become a part of you just as much as the, the other two series. So it's not exactly. the same type of game. It's very different. You play as a, as, a, as a detective who was once a lawyer. Who's still practicing lawyer, but doesn't practice for, for specific reasons, which you'll come to know about. But uh, but yeah, it's um it's fantastic in its own right, and that also has some fantastic Master System and uh, games available for you to pick up cartridges to pick up and play. There you go. See in your office. Nice. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. You know. Yeah. No. I really. I think mean, you can tell that Sega's obviously very happy with uh yakuza and like a dragon because they like i mean literally you're getting yakuza games nearly every year the they, was, know, they, 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 they they're, are
2: becoming they are becoming a, a staple and yeah, to right. honest you that's a good thing
0: because they did say in one of the i think we talked ages ago i can't remember what podcast feature, i mean i think removable was on where we looked at one of their um Oh, they have a conference every so often, and it was part of their plans to make Yakuza a global franchise. And they, they seem to yeah. be working towards that. They do.
1: Yeah, I think um, I think as Removable was saying, and your and you're saying, and Masuko, because I don't know that many people that that play the series, um, is that if you like the culture, uh, if you like the characters, if you allow the game to introduce itself to you. Uh, you can get immersed in in the in the world and and the universe, but not only that, but from Sega's perspective, they spent what fifteen twenty years making these games, iterating on game engines, honing down their process of making these games, which I think was was revealed you know previously very recently in one of these conferences. Um, they know the process, they know their game engine and for the lack of a better word, they know how to quickly produce these games. It's all down to the strength of the scripts. Uh, they've honed down how they do their facial animation captures, the um, the the skeletal animations, uh, and they know the environments and cities that they want to create. And what they continue to do is just enhance in all of the aspects that we've come to appreciate. And um, the as I say, the... I know that these are not PS5 and Xbox Series uh, X exclusives so they're obviously you know still multi-gen but um, you can if you've played the previous games you can see various components of the games uh, where they've improved significantly and to be able to create I mean it seems to be a vast amount of Hawaii uh, I'm really really keen to explore it but obviously it's based in Hawaii and and back in Japan and um so for sega as long as they can tell fantastic stories they can continue to not just not emulate the past but innovate the gameplay features that we've come to appreciate um and obviously you know move to on to move on the f- visual fidelity um I, I think i think i think it's a long time long time to look forward it's a it's a good it's a good long term for us to look forward to in terms of these games coming out And I, and i think i can't remember but they were i think the 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 uh, article or the video you're referring to was something to do with working with with Microsoft, right? In terms of using the infrastructure to bring these games to, to the cloud, uh, whether it's an evolving series or, or multiplayer, I, I have no idea. Yeah,
0: that but, was uh, um, they were talking about Sega's partnership with Xbox, and it was now they never mentioned what games, but they mentioned they were using some of Microsoft's as is it Azure um Developer tools to make super games. Now, I don't know what that means to Sega. I don't know if that well, they're talking yeah. about Yakuza. I don't know. I'm not sure.
1: Removable the... might know. Um...
0: They never clarified, so uh, I don't. I don't actually know what they mean. Know, but he
1: he's used to this sort technology stuff, so he might know what it might or might not imply or entail, or we might look forward to.
2: It's it's hard to tell. Everything is. There are t- there's a lot of systems out at play which could be utilised and I'm trying to think of what could be done and it's I don't know, I don't know to be honest with you, it's <laughs> yeah that I don't know are
1: having a beer right now that should be the three of us and Masuka mm. <laughs> oh. just could do a few just shout outs
0: I have just missed a few people welcome to Indie Gamer, thanks for popping in uh, Fimba. Thanks for popping in, mate. Um, Yeah, um, because Indie Gamer was going... Obviously, we are talking about the the rate at what um, the games are coming out at. And obviously, because they are churning them out. But obviously, worrying about the level of quality. But with, with Yakuza, it's a lot of their games it's the story that hooks you in the storytelling they're so great at it they are um you have to experience a yakuza
2: game the
0: best one i can
2: I, rec- recommend is zero i, I can I, I would say actually yeah. the story's probably already been well advanced
0: oh yeah i reckon that uh, already I would say they've
2: probably got the sort of story set for a good three or four series already kind of set up in some format and then it's just trying to find the resources to um, to create those stories i think the story has already i think that i wouldn't be surprised if this whole franchise has almost been already mapped out in some way shape or form
0: it, it probably has but no it's uh I, I understand i understand why because uh sometimes when franchises knock games out like i'll give you an example Years ago, I've never played it, but Guitar Hero used to be knocked out. That many copies of that game, they they nailed it to death, and everyone was sick of it. I don't know that's a music game. The same was done for a lot of other games, like by, by Activision over the years, and games like that. You keep churning them out; um, people can't get sick of them. So I understand what exactly what you're talking about. So they they, they can, but uh, these Yakuza games. I am surprised they don't leave them a couple of years between them, though, just to give a little bit of breathing space. But they've obviously, as Vijay was saying over the years, have got to that level and they are now churning. They, they know what they're doing. They've got, they're have got. probably like like the DCEU, you know, you've got a roadmap ahead. They've probably got something like that behind the scenes and they know exactly what they're doing. They do. But I can, but I can see why. Because games generally they keep churning out, and they get they do get quite crap. A lot of the games they do. People get bored of them, but uh, it does seem. I'm not up to date with them. I want quite me too. I think, but,
1: you know, I think the last. The, I think the last like a dragon came out close to the launch of the Xbox Series X, which is about which will be almost four years ago. So, I think. And I think even Judgment and Lost Judgment had three or four years. Oh no! So. Sorry, you're right.
0: I just meant. Oh yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. In so terms no. of
1: being under the Dragon or like a Dragon or yeah. the Yakuza banner, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Uh, but I think that it's just like you know, if you like specific genres or types of games, there's very few. I, I can't think of anything else that that compares to the 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 product the, the product uh, in quotes that Sega put out there. And I think that this year we've been a little bit spoiled with um, Ishin, um, and obviously the upcoming um, game in Game Pass, which you can't really complain about because it is in Game Pass if you subscribe. That's true. I know not everybody does. And then obviously, Like a Dragon is um, is is coming out four years after its um, after its um, you know um, original release uh, as a, as a sequel, and and it promises to be you know. Well it looks fantastic right um, and who doesn't want to explore Hawaii, um naked or otherwise um but um but yeah, so for me um
2: it's... did you recognize a particular mexican face in that that's that trailer though
1: I didn't know
2: oh, ho, 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 ho. I'm so? surprised. I am well. surprised. It's 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 a particular Mexican face that was just in the hotel. Well, he said he gave his name, and if he looks very familiar to us, particularly a Mexican film star.
1: I don't know. I'm not a very um. I'm not very uh, cleared up on Mexican film stars. Such a
2: <sighs>
0: well done, fimba just uh people know, you are very correct, fimba. So, a fun fact: Yakuza Zero and the games that follow, yeah, very true. They are just releases of the original games on the PS4. They are. Even Ishen is is a, is a re-release. Um, like a Dragon, obviously, is part of the new ones. But yeah, they're literally just games that are on the PS4, and Xbox has now got them all. The graphics are a little bit. A lot of the graphics are because our issue had to be redone, didn't it? VJ, was that on the PS3? Originally, yeah. yeah,
1: I can't remember PS two or PS three, but look, you know, for Sega to remake it to release it internationally, because I think it was only ever released in Japan. Again, it's it's their prerogative, and obviously, when they're making games, um, all the de- departments that the the concurrent there is or, or processes within making a game, if they're standing idle uh, because the game's in a certain part of development, you know, for example, pre production or, or conceptual phase or and motion capture. If they could say, "Hang on a minute, we've got all the data here for the original game. All we need to do is, is bring it up to spec with our current releases, and we can actually, we can actually do it within the manpower that we have. What's the problem?" And I think, as, as going back to what Removable was saying, um, in terms of preservation uh, of games, is that not only are they, you know, making a bit of money, but they're preserving and remaking a game. Uh, I don't know how well it was received. But, um because I haven't played it myself, but if you're a fan of it, then it, there's lots to appreciate. So, I know you can say, well, it was a cash grab, but you've also got to look at it from a, a business perspective and a exactly. preservation perspective. Plus, and, there uh, was people asking, was asking for a remake of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, and they were asking for a remaster stroke remake of it. So, it, was, it wasn't it was as if it was a thing. Also, in terms of graphical fidelity,
1: and it's it's, game if, party,
2: if, you if you want some superb graphical fidelity and don't get it wrong the uh, Yaku- uh, just Yakuza uh, Yakuza series does I think has a very good graphical fidelity Yeah. what I'm seeing yeah. is judgment is probably one of the top notch in terms of graphical mm-hmm. fidelity would you agree with me on that in terms of facial animations
1: yes it's, it's quite phenomenal Yagami-san it's, a, it's based on a very very famous uh, Japanese actor who's not only famous in Japan but he's famous throughout all of Asia and i think he's a singer as well as an actor so mm-hmm. his, his popularity knows no bounds and um and obviously you know the kerfuffle with uh there's a word i haven't used for a while um mm-hmm. that obviously the game isn't being allowed to yeah. come to pc because Mas- obviously we're concerns about mods etc but yeah in terms of visual fidelity and um just on the, and the character animations and the facial animations and the expressions and everything Uh, in terms of what they're obviously they can do a lot more right because the capture is obviously of a lot higher fidelity but in terms of what they can reproduce in terms of uh, the game engine um, is 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 quite fun i mean even this looks fantastic i really just want to see uh kiryu sam being duffed up here because all i want to see is him get his revenge because i've never seen him in this sort of state but
0: the 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 bit bit that got me though was when it is when he revealed what he was poorly Oh, I was like, no! I want to know,
1: want to know who duft him up, because he's he, he, he <laughs> a hard nut. I want to know what's going on. He's like
0: a god, mate. You is. tell
1: you. I bet it was removable.
2: Would I do such it's a such thing?
1: that has been, Liz. But in any
2: case, of that enough of this uh, fanboyism talk for the curious series? Because clearly all three of us have a... Uh, a biased against the jacuzer series and where we actually uh, uh, enjoy it but just to bring up we indie game probably move indie- on indie- to another topic
0: Indie gamers point he was just yeah because he was saying like yeah you will not want another assassin's creed situation where it loses all creativity but like i say if it's if the quality
2: maintains that's good but also, you I want a fresh take. Actually, unlike, yeah, unlike the Assassin. Well, I was, I was going to say, unlike the Assassin Creed series, where I feel that they probably um, they did the game, then they did, then they look for a new story, then they did the game, then they look for a new story, and that's why the story kind of, if you've played through the Assassin Creed series, especially the Desmond arc, you see it slightly tail off in terms of writing the further it got mm-hmm. down the franchise, I think that's because I don't think they expected to continue making one after the set-off, the first one, and they kind of shocked them that the first one got such a um, mm-hmm. such a such a pull from gamers. Whereas I think with Accuser, I think, as I said earlier, they basically they've got this mapped out as a series. They've got that whole element all kind of wrapped up. Um, they know how to make really good series in terms of games and storytelling. Um, and that's, it's a shame that, uh, you know, the Assassin's Creed don't do that. They don't go, right, we're going to set aside a really good story and we're going to put, make it into three games, you know, we'll, we'll tell it across three games and that's how it's going to work. Um, I think, you know, they've now decided that it's easier probably and as you can see, that from the different Assassin's Creed, it's easier to do one-off storytellings but utilise different um, different timelines and different genres, uh, different time zones and different uh, uh, geographical locations to suit that particular story, rather than say basically go, you know, and build a, a like a, a story that go that spans across multiple games. I think they've decided to go from a different point of view. And I think that happened the moment they did, uh, was it Assassin's Creed? Uh, what was the pirate one? Um, Black. Black Flag. Black Flag. Yeah. The way that kind of re-energised the Assassin's Creed franchise, especially Creed franchise, I think that's when they realised that it was the best way to do was just basically change it to different time zones and different locations with a different story. That works well for the Assassin's Creed franchise, which is why they've gone back to Greek mythology. You know, uh, they did North mythology. I think they I don't know, they've gone back now back to their roots on the, the latest one. I still think they should have done a Japanese one. I still think Japan or Chinese would have been a fantastic uh, setting for uh, the Assassin's Creed. Um, maybe we'll get that, you know, next time. But I think that's where they've they've decided to go. That's where their strength lies. Their strength lies in individual games, but just set in individual, individual stories set in within different time zones. Where you can see the series seems to have a much more well rounded, you know, storytelling, and it's going to span across three or four games, regardless, unless of course something really bad happens and someone yeah, they I'm, really I'm, players hate. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, and in terms of how they converge and merge and overlap each other as well, has is, is also been taken into heavy consideration. And mm. I think the, the, the way that their teams are structured and the way that the vision holder is connecting everybody within that, it's like it's not... Um, it's not um, it's like the it's Assassin not Creed hazard, games are, is it? Uh, yeah, I, I think that the Assassin Creed games are, are made in isolation in, in, in silence, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah. Versus, versus the approach that Sega... So you end up with very different products, and I think that also with... Um,
2: and that the... works well in some cases, don't get us wrong, that yeah, actually no. does work really well.
1: Boat.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it kind of keeps the series fresh in some cases because you've got different perspectives and different styles to it. I just think, you know, I don't think it's going to... Ha- I don't think the series the, the is going to have the same issue with stale, staleness, no. because I think it's already been set up, I think... You know, no, no, no. You I, couldn't I, tie I, you, I, the way they tie these these crossovers in so well. Ha- this has been thought out well in advance. This is no, not I, hazard, don't. is it?
1: No, no, I, I agree with you, It's very similar. Well, look how frequently from software release content is that looking? Is there any shape, way, or form that looking to go stale at all? Um, I, I don't think so.
2: No, but I think there's a, a slight difference is that. That he has a design, he has a creation, and then in each of those, because you could technically say the Dark Souls series is unique in each story he tells, to a degree. It's that unique story he tells, where the Hakuta series just seems to be one continuation of a fantastic story that is just going across multiple generations. You know, everyone's feeding into this big legendary drama effectively
1: um yeah i think i think from my perspective it's the fact that the dna or or the staples that cement those games as great even though they are relatively frequent and have a library they've been built up over over a couple of decades the same like the yakuza games even though they are under the yakuza banner those three franchises the assets, really, without assets doubt um, yeah potentially much, you, i think thing. Yeah, yeah,
2: you can definitely see the assets. So you can see the movements from Dark Souls one into like the latest Elden Ring, for instance. You can yeah. see the assets, the moves, the elements are similar. But I, I think that I think that uh, that's about as far yeah. as it gets.
1: I guess the question I've got because I don't really play that many Assassin's Creed. When I play Assassin's Creed, Creed Three, a one and three, and then Black Flag, I I saw what Black Flag did. Then I uh, watched Valhalla. And I, I just didn't see uh, how those games had actually evolved. But when I look at the Yakuza series, and when I look at the Judgment, and um, and I look at the From Software games, you can always see uh, or, or feel at least that the sense that they've evolved, um, the teams evolved, uh, the the games are evolving, the tech is evolving, um, and the aspects I, I, of the games are evolving. I, I don't know if I could say the same about. Assassins, yeah. well
2: I think the Assassin's series is as you said it's done in isolation so different teams provide different contexts, different routes different thoughts of how they wish the game to play and in doing so you should get a much more unique experience every time that's not saying they have a standard ethos running through them uh, a standard you know uh, asset family running through them but i do feel that story wise it's very much an individual take on it i think after the desmond after the desmond conclusion i don't think they wanted to go down that multi game story again because yeah. i think it grated with some of the players um, as you said, it, it, they didn't feel it was different enough. So, what they their way of doing about it is basically, as you said, they've done different silos, and that team's going to deal I don't know, with the, uh, Assassin's Creed Paris, that team's going to deal with Assassin's Creed Japan, Assassin's Creed New York, uh, Assassin's Creed it Rutland. Happened. It's going to happen, you know, at some point, like that. Yeah.
1: Assassin's Creed Rutland was... I'm sorry, but
2: I won't hear a word <laughs> said against it. It's 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 just going to be the most brutal of all, all, all yeah. of the Assassin's Creeds. Whatever you're going to see, it's it's it's. Well, just they could all, be...
0: they could always include the, uh, the, the, the 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 sea dragon they found as well, I we could include that, so I in yeah, I
2: just couldn't get past I, I, the I'm, just, I'm just literally looking at, you running across the Rutland rooftops. The Rutland water, you know, that,
0: that sea dragon they found, they could bring it back to life in the game, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, you'd be running across uh, yeah. the Rutland water, through the Rutland, you know, the Rutland sea um, rooftops, stealing wheels, you know, grabbing, <laughs> grabbing your booze <laughs> in a brown paper bag, you yeah. know, jumping into 50p shops, it's it's gonna be perfect, absolutely perfect. It Honestly, yes. Cement the French Yes, yeah, yeah, sea, the
0: franchise. Yeah, sea, sea on the water. Exactly. There's, there's ideas yeah. here. Write them down. Come on.
2: <laughs> we have we have saved the Assassin's Creed a series from this from being stagnant with with our just our instant thoughts on this one. But yes,
0: uh, uh, it's been a good topic. It has. We. Uh good 47 minute topic on yakuza he, we, we tried to lead the yakuza topic then uh removable brought it back round with assassin's creed and ended up about yakuza and then back to assassin's back creed seconds,
1: as he always does when it's
0: in but no it's it's a good good conversation though i will mention i've just got to mention this because just for um let's find it just for bmg if you're listening Star, uh, Starfield, we have now mentioned it, we could now move on, we, he complained to me, he asked me, he texted me So I listening to the podcast, I couldn't find Starfield talk though. I,
2: actually, I, um, to be honest with you, it's... it's. I haven't
0: really played it, to be fair.
2: I have played it, um, and I've, I'm, I'm probably a good 15, 15 20 hours in, and um, it's a good game, it is a good game, it's enjoyable. Is it the perfect game that it's being made out to be? No. And this is someone who's played a lot of Bethesda games and a lot of Fallout franchise games and a lot of the, you know um, the previous titles they've done. The basis, the ethos is still there. The what someone's mentioned is is it's like Fallout in space? Yes and no. Um I've heard, I've really heard tweaked profess- a lot of things in this that makes it worthwhile. There is a lot of what I would classify as the ethos of Fallout thrown into this game, but they've also tried to do something new with it as well. So they've tried to evolve the Fallout ethos. You know the the in that regards the Skyrim sort of ethos. It's it's if you've played Skyrim if you've played Fallout you'll know what I'm talking about in that. You'll you'll see the traits across all of those franchises, and you can see the traits obviously clearly the traits and elements and assets being utilised in here. And I it's I wouldn't say it's the pinnacle of of their games. I'm enjoying myself, but for me at least it's each one has its own unique I think I mentioned before each one has its own unique fans so Skyrim has its own fans Fall has its own fans and I think Starfield will have its own fans as well and that's what they're good at doing um. Is would I say it's a ten out of ten game, or you know that, it, that it's been sometimes touted? No, I don't think it is. It has bugs in it, which I knew was going to happen. I think I mentioned it numerous times. It has less bugs in it than I expected, <clears throat> and I have to basically put my hands up, my my hands my uh, hands up, and say I was wrong in that regards because I literally it was like it was impressive that, that that it didn't have as many bugs as i expected in it um it's yeah i, I enjoy it but I, I sometimes struggle with it as well and 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 they've got some really clunky ui decisions that have made it there like traveling sh- between the stars and the maps where you can try and just plot a path That is just, it's just a clunky really clunky system um they could do a much more smoother way of doing that and traversing that. There is there is some there's some really good ideas and there's some really clunky ideas in this as well. Um, but what what's what these games have always been about is choose your own path. These are choose your own path games. And it was um, awoken gimp, I think it was mentioned literally he basically said to me you said, you know You've been in the game for five hours. How have you not joined the constellation yet? And I just simply just said to him, I said, "Side quests. This is one of those games that you can literally walk in and go right. I'm going to do the main storyline, and then 40 40 hours down the line, you haven't even touched the main storyline because you're too busy doing a side quest. And the side quests again, I just are brilliant they are. Really good. They've always been really good side quests. They this this friend this this uh, Bethesda has always done really good side quests. Um. And it is enjoyable, but I, I just don't. I, I can't really. When people say, oh, so it's the best Bethesda game ever, I'm like, yeah, I'm not, not going to say that. Because, you know, as someone who went through the entirety of Skyrim, that's, that was a, that's a fantastic game. Absolutely fantastic. Game. Someone who's played through Fallout 3 um, and 4, both brilliant games again. And then now with Starfield, I think, again, it's, they're, they're different. Different types with different people. Um, putting this up against some of those the big hitters like Skyrim or Fallout, I'd say they're still on par. I can't I can't determine a clear winner. Um,
1: so that's did, why, why did I was he... like, "Go." On. No, I was just going to ask. Um, I know that Stubbs um, went for the access. I, I just wanted to hear why he um, didn't go, didn't proceed playing the game as much as he thought he might.
0: Uh, Fomo. Is the reason why I bought it, and the uh, reason that bought fear of missing out hype train, and the reason I stopped playing it was uh, because I got busy at work for, Board. for two weeks, and I just moved on. <laughs> I just yeah, I, just, I probably will go back at some point. The,
2: I, the I, good thing about Well, no, the good thing about the Bethesda games is you'll pick it up and for the first probably 20 minutes you'll be like where the hell am i what am i doing you'll finish that side quest and then all of a sudden you'll fall into another side quest and then you'll lose about six or seven hours
0: the, the early access like, um, say, to be fair can, i bought the early access so easily probably stupid but uh obviously at some point in the future they're picking out a dlc uh i own that when that comes out as well so
2: yeah uh, in, in fairness uh, to you uh, one thing bethesda does do really good at is superb DLCs to the games as well. Their DLCs are predominantly really worth it. If anyone's seen, it Looks down like Fallout Three, you'll see what I've done for the DLC in terms of uh, achievements. It's they are really good. Uh, they are good at providing good quality DLCs. Not all the time, but they ninety percent are really good. Um, but as I said. Would I say it's the best thing in the world? This is the best, you know. This is a game of the century. No, not really. <laughs> it's good. It's fun. It's enjoyable. But I wouldn't classify it as, as, as the you as, as the pinnacle of gaming. That's, that makes
0: fair, sense. that's fair enough. I'm not really going to. This is someone who
2: who really likes those games as well. You know. I'm not really. Uh, you know,
0: yeah. I'm not
2: really going to pass it. I've I've gone through, and if people if you look at the, look at the times I've put in from you know Skyrim, the time I put in Fallout, you'll see the amount of time I've placed on some of these games, and they are superb and easily just to lose yourself in. Um, and this one's good; it's fun, but again, it's 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 Bethesda's. It's 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 you know it's a different game, but by Bethesda. I wouldn't say it's the best game in the world, but it's it's fun, it's enjoyable, and it's definitely worth uh uh playing, without a doubt. It's definitely worth playing. You'll you'll lose a lot of hours in that game.
0: Fair, fair. So I'm gonna move on, otherwise we might have a starfield topic to finishing the podcast. So this was requested by VJ, Final Fantasy seven. Rebirth. I didn't know what the new remote Roman numerals meant. There you go, VJ. I've got it on screen and for two you. Two
2: is five and two, so it's at seven.
0: There we go. I've got it on screen for you, VJ. You there, VJ? Oh, thank
1: you. Yep. So I'm you
0: here. you wanted to talk about it, or you wanted to add it? You're quite keen. This is a trailer I found. I don't know if I've got the correct trailer. I believe it
1: is. Yeah. I, I, there. There was so much content, or so much. Disclosed about this game um, over the TGS. Um...
2: Does it worry you?
1: No, no. Why would it worry me?
2: Because sometimes when they disclose so much, um, <laughs> it may feel that's they've they've let that's it. They've left everything. They've given you everything already. I,
1: I kind of um, I kind of know the story for um, Final Fantasy 7 because I, I mean. And I was living in Causeway Bay in um, on the Hong Kong side for for quite a while. And um, I remember being in my apartment, and um, I think it was ninety six. I just got home having finished shipping loads of Final Fantasy seven uh, Hong Kong versions to to European clients. And um, and up until that point, all you know, all you would see back in those days, all I'd seen, it was in the uh, you know, previews for this game in Famitsu and uh, Game Fan and um, lots of Hong Kong publications that I can, can't pronounce. But um, and, and the, I remember the Hong Kong version of Final Fantasy VII was different to the Japanese version of the game since it had a Chinese manual, or, well, a manual with Chinese text. So um, so that the Taiwanese and the people in Hong Kong and obviously uh, the grain porters in China could understand, um, you know, partake in, you know the basic mechanics of the game, and in those days, obviously, manuals were really important, right? Subject mm-hmm. matter to get involved with with the game, and I did not stop playing Final Fantasy Seven until until I completed it. Um, I, I think I'd got home on Saturday night, and Sunday and Monday was off, and because everything had shipped, and there was no new releases the the following week, and um, and I and I completed in Japanese everything it had to offer, bar the Ruby and Emerald bosses, and um, I, I, I mean. Stubbs and the knows this but I had someone I knew in Japan a French journalist living in um, living in Japan who was basically I think he was writing for age magazine at the time and who helped me get through aspects of the game for for instance you know breeding chocobos etc uh, so you could get the ultimate chocobo in order to um get to a specific point in the world map to obtain the ultimate summon knights of the round table and then and then years later, Final Fantasy Advent Children released. And and um, obviously, I, I don't want to spoil too many things, but obviously, you know, the story with the demise of Aerith and something which had, hadn't been created or, or showcased in a video game is such a quite such a hard hitting uh, uh, event or fashion in a, in a 3D game. Um, and at the time, you know, it was. It was probably the biggest budget you know, spent on producing a video game in record-breaking time. And and it was a reluctance, right? I watched, um, well, the movie-slash-sequel to to one of the greatest games of, of the time, right? In the Aftermath store, if you want to put it like that, for, to the Final Fantasy game. but And I watched the movie, and it was good, and I enjoyed it. And um, I liked the send-off for Erith and so on and so forth. But with Final Fantasy VII um, Remake, and now, obviously, you've got Rebirth, the the the, uh, the middle of the th- the three episodes that we're that we're getting. Um, I've completed the first game twice, and the DLC integrate, which introduces uh, Yuffie, another key character, and well, a lovable character, i will say, uh, and party member of of the. I think it's nine characters in total, nine main characters in total. Bar Bar Cloud, obviously, and the million dollar question remains is that. The way that they framed this game in the beginning, you might have seen it um, in the trailer where the captions sort of come up on screen saying this unknown journey continues something. I'm paraphrasing it, so forgive me if I've got it wrong. And obviously, if you've played the original and it's stuck with you, uh, which everybody's got their own game, right? Because fundamentally, your experience is your experience, right? Like yours is Mm -hmm. with Bethesda and, and those games and so on and so forth. So. So obviously this is one of the games that is going to stick with me until the day I die, you know, which could be tomorrow, early hours later on this evening or whenever in 25 years. Who, who knows, right? And, uh, but in, in the Final Fantasy Rebirth, the, the, there are these creatures uh, of fate, almost, that uh, I can't remember. I don't know the lore exactly. And now that they're involved with the game, which they weren't originally, and how is that going to affect the overall story, right, of Aerith? And I think that is the elephant in the room because by the time that i think the third game comes out in 2027 um it'll be a 30 years and 30 year anniversary of of, uh final fantasy 7 on ps1 launching the anniversary so to speak or whatever and um i'm not about to put a garland around square enix (laughs) the studio i want to see you know what actually happens and um and in terms of so that's the big elephant in the room is that how are they going to navigate that? How are they going to deal with it? And how are they going to deal with the fact that they released Final Fantasy Advent Children, right? With with obviously the demise of Aerith being, being prevalent in there, right? And and almost um, basically wrapped up, right? So, yeah, again, it's going be really interesting how they deal with this. And But watching the trailer and seeing the recent trailer, especially, you know, the Golden Saucer, if you don't know what the Golden sorcerer is, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Uh, Kate Sith, um, it looks fun- that character looks fantastic. It was amazing in the first game, and then there's lots of mini games. I saw like Queen's Blood, the piano playing mini game, especially the fact that you can pick up tracks, which you know I can still play in my head without even you know recreate them in my head. I'm not perfectly I'm not a musician of any sorts, but being able to recreate them within the game or or pick up soundtracks and recreate them in the game via mini game is fantastic. As well as I think I mentioned the Queen's Blood and Fort Condor in Integrate. And they said that this game is going to have a, an astronomical amount of uh, mini games, but they're meaningful games, right? I know we've talked about Yakuza series and how they bring about uh, introducing, you know, the old Master System and the old Mega Drive games and so on and so forth. Uh, but Final Fantasy uh, VII, I, I, they've just they just made a big impression on me in terms of how far they've gone in in terms of recreating. Um, not recreating, sorry, creating new games and building on the games and the mini-games that were available in the original game of the Golden Saucer. And Although I have stated two,
2: this is on like two discs, so that should give yeah. you a bit of a hint of what yeah. content they're I think, placing on this.
1: I think, I think it's something that you said, um, Removable, when you were talking about Bethesda. I don't think you said it directly, but you said it indirectly. But for me, the reason why I mention, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're living in uh, Hong Kong is two islands, basically, you've got the north side, which is Kowloon, which is connected to China and you walk by a bridge and then the se- then the southern side, which is the Hong Kong side. So if you look, if you're sitting on Kowloon Bayside and you're looking across, you're sitting at the Regency or whatever, you'll see the Hong Kong skyline and the, you'll always see the iconic 20 foot high neon letters, Panasonic. And my apartment was just below the P. And the thing is just by watching the rebirth the most fundamental thing regardless of how good or bad the game is because we don't know right it just brings back so many memories uh, of a really almost like of a past life of a really pleasant of a really pleasant time in my life it's not it's not like it's bringing
2: back the nostalgia
1: yeah the nostalgia not the memories the which era, I thought I'd, yeah the memories that i thought i'd lost It just brings them back with such clarity. It's incredible. Not that the Final Fantasy remake was bad. It was amazing for me. I don't know why it was criticising the way it was because for me, it was fantastic. And it's not like Spider-Man. I know we're going to talk about that in a minute, but... I really enjoyed Spider-Man, but I played, and it's played by millions, right? Probably you know tens of millions and more that, than people that play, say, Final Fantasy. But I played it on a sensory level. I, I play certain games like the Yakuza uh, series and the Final Fantasy, seven, uh, or even Hollow Knight, for example, yeah. to to a real to a real unknown depth. Like like the Lies of P, like I, I'm going around doing everything forward and backwards and forward and backwards again, right, going through the, going through the maps from point A to point B backwards. Once I've completely conquered the area, I know how to beat all the bosses. So it's always very subjective and ultimately non-consequential at the end of the day. But it's just that Final Fantasy, the, the certain games in the series uh, have, um, have a...
2: Special place in your heart.
1: Yeah, a yeah, special place. Um, thank you. And, and, and it's definitely, you know, Final Fantasy Rebirth, And then you've got, uh, I think it's in February, is it? And then you've got the Yakuza um, uh, Infinite Wealth in January. So already next year for me is... Is booked. Yeah, exactly. And so and because I, I, I don't want to play those games at a superficial level like I'll play Spider-Man. I want to play them at I'm not saying that's bad, but that's I'll play them at a sensory level. I don't play them at, at any extraordinary level of depth, even though I complete them. I'm not as connected with those games, even though I collected tons and tons of Marvel comics as I am connected to Japanese media. And it's just the way that I am inclined. It's not a bias. It's just you find yourself in, it's just no different to when you're introduced to coffee or tea, or whether you're introduced to Sprite or Coke, or Coke or Pepsi, or whether you're introduced to strawberry, chocolate, or vanilla ice cream, unless you're Lord Stubbs and you have all three put on your plate along with a. Jolly good dose of jelly as well. So, um, and experiences are fleeting, but uh, memories were there. But when I watched that uh, removable, it just brought back so, so, much, so much good stuff to into you.
2: the nostalgic uh, ache yeah, yeah, that was yeah. always there. The question yeah. I always try and ask this is, and I think you may have slightly answered this, is, is when they do remakes um, of games, I always worry they're going to lose. It's 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 gonna it's gonna taint the original nostalgic memories in some way. And it, by the sounds of it, this series hasn't done that for you. In fact, if anything, it seems to have engaged and uh, expanded your nostalgic memories
1: so j- j- just to, yeah it has but just to um someone did a video removable they took this trailer and they did a side-by-side video of the original and it's and it's identical pretty much right obviously bar the dialogue and the visuals and yeah and, and, the, and the gameplay mechanics and the fact that it's 3d etc cetera, etc cetera, but it follows the original almost perfectly but they've also added in where aspects of the original were just Certain points of the game were just in discussion mode, shall we say, or allude to, alluded to. But know that now those parts that they've alluded to, that sort of evoke your memory, have become playable chapters within the game, which is can potentially. Yeah, be I think I think
2: this is where um, Night Dive Studios does a very good job for their remasters where they take the originals ethos of the game and then they also add in lost content or content that possibly could have not been made due to timescales and cost. Yeah, Yeah. and increase upon that. And it sounds like this is exactly what's being done with this series here. They've taken what, okay, we really wanted to speak just about this this character's background. We didn't have the time. We have the time now. We have the funds let's add it in we know what we can do we can now instead of it maybe being like a little bit of a dialogue or, or a really nice cut sequence we can now make it a playable experience so people can engage further with it um and that's the sign of a good remake and remaster i'm,
1: I'm really looking forward to it i i can't speak highly enough of the final fantasy 7 series and the CG movie Advent Children, and now we've getting these games, and I just think it's you know, thirty G- years on. And, thirty years on, and we're going to have all three remade on the final oh. anniversary. I think that's what they're targeting. Whether they can do it or not, I don't know. Yeah. But it's it's special, right? And next year is obviously Sony's thirtieth um, anniversary as well, right?
2: Yeah, I, I was about to say is, as someone who is clearly a fan of the franchise do you think it would have been wiser to potentially hold off and get the ultimate collector's edition in 2020 2028 maybe (laughs) so you could go through
1: not for me um i think so it is it
2: is that fomo isn't it That fear of missing out you want to experience it there and then as it goes through
1: it's not that it's Look, when the Final Fantasy Advent Children released, yeah, even that at that point, you can ask any Final Fantasy Seven fan. Wow, if the game was remade with these visuals in the future, would have to pick it up. And it's not a case of fear of missing out. It's um, I've always loved Aerith, Ar- Cloud, Tifa, Barrett. Uh, I love the setting. Um, you know, the, the story was way ahead of its time. The music um, and Integrate again, Integrate that was released isn't part of the original game. But what it is, it gives you the story of the the character's backstory, in, uh, weaves her in for, for this, you know, for the sequel, full-on sequel uh, to, to the original. And, um, and the fact that we knew that the games were going to be made over a 10 or 12 year period. And so it's not a case of fearing it. I'm not as young as you guys are. So I don't even know if I'll be around, you know, for the, for the third part. So... <laughs> At least i get to play the first and second and and let's be clear if i was on the fear of missing out um you know me right um this game eventually came to um to the sony playstation uh, subscription service so i did i did buy the game originally and then i gave it to someone or i might have sold it i can't remember but then now i own it in in um, the sony subscription service so then i played it again so and, and most times, you know, um, like Octopus Traveler, et cetera, you know, I'll wait six months or a year, you know, until the price comes down and then pick it up. Because, not because I, you know, I can't afford it, I can, but it's just the fact that I have other games I, I need to finish or exactly. complete. Yeah. And, and I have no issues in, in seeing a game five years down the line, right? And like you would say, removable. Some games, you know, they're in a lot better state post release, mm-hmm. six months after release, mm-hmm. and they are because if you go on to uh, I remember was it the Star Wars game, the recent Jedi Survivor, was it? Um, which got very mixed reviews initially on on Steam and now they're mostly positive because obviously they've fixed a lot of the issues. So so but obviously I don't play on PC. So I, I get I get the FOMO stuff but uh, I'm I'm not one to be possessed by the fact that I must play it at the same time as everybody else but I do sometimes pick up very specific games to support the studio and also because it's so hard to avoid spoilers um mm-hmm. you know this day and age so but at the same time you know I'm glad because no one hardly talks about the accuser series so I can play it whenever I <laughs> whenever I want right so um so yeah so yeah sorry I just thought I just uh, throw that in yeah, not at all that's no, good we all quite reductive really but there you go
0: not at all no it's good it's, it's good it, to, it, it's, it's good to hear it, about your it, experiences with final fantasy and your time living in uh japan because uh, cause, uh, hong Kong.
1: that was hong kong at then. hong uh, kong was... sorry. hong yeah, kong I was bringing in because the local distributor was a rip-off you know in terms of what they wanted to charge in terms of uh, for distributors to pick up final fantasy 7 and um so i'd buy some locally to make sure i had some on day one but then i would always you know hand have someone hand carries product uh, final fantasy from distributors in japan before street date and bring them back to hong kong then would ship and france used to be you wouldn't believe it you'd think it's the uk or other but france was the country um, that would import the largest amount of Japanese, Japanese product and content. Uh, I would fashion. not have
2: expected that, I must admit. I, must, I wouldn't have expected that.
1: Yeah. And, um, and again, can I, can I just say is that this game, and The Lies of, lies of P uh, and Final Fantasy 7, in terms of showcasing what Unreal Engine can do Not necessarily looking like Unreal Engine games is is quite phenomenal because there was a period of time when Gears of War, Bioshock and many, many, many other games came out. And just from a single screenshot without even reading the text of what the game was called, you could just tell by looking at the screenshot that the rendering would disclose to you the fact or reveal the fact to you that this game is made in Unreal. And I think Final mm. Fantasy, in terms of the animations, uh, you know, we were talking about fan, uh, facial animations uh, in um, and uh, and the fidelity in Yakuza. Um, I don't know how Square are doing it in Unreal now, but it, it's it's quite it's quite phenomenal. And The uh, Lies of P is another phenomenal game, um, uh, which is displaying again the the versatility of what Unreal can actually do. And I don't know whether to praise um, Epic or whether to praise the ingenuity of of developers, but I guess you know. While I don't know, uh, probably best to give it to give it to the pair of them.
2: use to it to both, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, it's quite it's quite phenomenal. I, I thought I'd just put that out there because I think if you've got the ability, you've got the time, uh, and you've got the focus, um, you can get tech to to sing. Because for me, Unreal. It's a bit like, you know, there it was a long time when Unreal 3 and Unreal 4 were like, hey, you know, these games, these engines are good because you can release content, but they're, they're not quite on par with, you know, first party or studio bespoke uh, um, uh, engines, so to speak.
2: Mm.
1: Stubbs has gone quiet.
0: I'm still here. I just like to listen to, I don't have any experience with, like, what the fantasy? Yes, Yakuza. But I've never so really got on with Final yeah, Fantasy. Well,
2: that, that's going to make Fiji very jealous because I'm sure he would love to go back and experience the whole of the Final Fantasy series. He would. It
1: just, it just makes me want to go to a GoFund page where they're trying to invent a neuralizer.
2: Wipe <laughs> right out the memory and start all yeah, over yeah. again. From Men,
1: in, from Men in Black, if people didn't know the reference. Yeah. Mm
2: hmm.
1: He's gone quite, you so, know. I feel like, um, you know, we talk about Unreal and first-party engines. I I feel like Unreal, like, um, imagine a bolt, you know, a nut and bolt. It's like a bolt, right? Or a hexagonal nut, right? And um, and when you want to turn it, right? You want you get a spanner and it doesn't quite fit, so you retrofit the spanner, right? So mm-hmm. and it leaves rough tool marks, right? And, and it's kind of unwieldy. So so what I what I look at, it leaves marks, right? So. So for me, it's like if you when you're turning and you're trying to get a grip and to turn turn the nut, right? That's like the torque, right? The, so the grip to try to, to get optimum ro- grip and rotation, right? Which Unreal can't always do. And, um, and then obviously it misshapens and, and, and dents um, um, the, the, the bolt itself. So the torque and everything, I, I, I look at as, a, um, I don't know, what can we call it? Can we call that frame rate? and um mm-hmm. and the dents and everything that you, you you know that you leave on the on the um on, on the bolt is um let's call that fidelity right so that's what you get with unreal primarily unless you spend a lot of time with it to get it to sing the way that you want it to oh, I
2: can uh, it is, yeah i can't say that it's
1: definitely is that, is uh, that doing sit upstairs spider-man it must have been.
2: yeah definitely Guess what Stubbs' next game is going to play. It's going to be Spider-Man 2, isn't it right, Stubbs? Stubbs has decided he's has for poop.
0: Oh, I was just talking and it was muted. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I pressed mute, so um So, the, the the Spider-Man 2, BJ, I know you were interested. Are you still going to buy it when it comes out? Or are you going to hold off for a bit?
1: I, I think um, it really depends on what happens. I, removable will tell you I was never intending to really, sort of. I, I went to play Payday Three with him, right? Just, uh, just to sort of, you know, play something with somebody for a change, rather than sort of hiding in a cupboard. And then, um, it, obviously, unfortunately, or unfortunately, I'll say fortunately, the servers weren't working. Yeah. Uh, not that it helped removable. So we both sort of had. A game which we both managed to try at exactly the same time, out of no, out of without any coordination whatsoever, and it was Lies of P. Yeah, and yeah. I haven't stopped. And I haven't stopped playing it. I, I go to bed thinking about it, and I'm playing it nonstop. And so it's about best laid plans, really. Is that I'm planning, and I have said on the show that I want to play Spider Man, because yeah. I enjoyed the original, but. I just don't know what's going to happen next, and it's it's quite good really because I know it'll always be there for me to play. But I just don't know. I didn't know I was going to play Celeste, for example. So it'll just be about once I'm I'm fully focused on on Liza P. Nothing's going to distract me from that unless you know Payday Three or something like that comes up and Remover wants to have a go or whatever. But and if Stubbs ever 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 speaks to me on Xbox, which I don't I think will ever happen, um, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, best laid plans, I, I, I'd like to play Spider-Man 2, it looks phenomenal, uh, I grew up with buying lots and lots and lots of Marvel comics by saving up my money, pocket money and walking to school and not taking the bus or the train and not having slush puppies and um, and what were those called, Mars bars, not Mars bars, Marathons as the, as the rightful name is. Ah uh, yes, what Marathons, or
2: Snickers as well it's now called. Yeah.
1: And, um, you know, and so I'd save my money and, and on a Friday go and buy my comics and stuff, all the Spider-Man comics, webb Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, yeah, spend the weekend reading comics. But so as lo- if if nothing else gets in the way, if there's nothing particularly on sale, if nothing makes a surprise um, uh, appearance on Game Pass or in PlayStation Scripture service, then I will play it. But um, I thought the same about Starfield. Uh, I was really looking forward to that but I haven't gone anywhere near it. So, it's just... Um, it, it, like just it, life... Really life at the moment.
2: What's the old phrase? Life, uh, life happens when you least expect it.
1: There you go. Especially in Rutland.
2: Yeah, yeah. especially in Rutland.
1: It does. But I think BMG's a fan of Spider-Man, isn't he? So, I think he'll be playing it. No he is. Look, Look, it's going to sell bucket loads, right? Um...
2: I'm actually a fan of Spider-Man too, but still on the PlayStation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good game, really great story. Actually, the first game, removable. I loved all the side missions. I loved. I did all the collectibles. I, you know, you, I always get to the point of you know getting eighty or ninety percent of the trophies, not pursuing them, but just by the way I go about it, playing games. Basically, it's um, it's a byproduct. No, all, 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 I, 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 I think I played. Itself, I'm chasing. Yeah.
2: So. I think I played all the Spider-Mans on the Xbox. I had pretty much played all the Spider Man's from up to PlayStation three, I think. Yeah. So yeah, I was a fan of I remember, you know, playing um, the original Spider Man semi open world game that was on the PS one. I absolutely mm-hmm. adored that. Um yeah, you know, so it's uh unfortunately I I can't afford two systems and it'll it will come in at some point, maybe when I finally get a PS five. Well, you know, or, gets, uh, or a PC. Um, or PC. All right, it depends on the scenes. whether know. Oh, you never know.
1: You know. twenty or thirty years down the line, maybe it'll make it Xbox. You never know.
2: <laughs> Luke
1: Steele. Welcome. They're really good they're really good games. And this, this Spider Man and Miles Morales were both fantastic. And Spider Man two is um, I don't want to say more of the same, but you know, if you like the Yakuza games and um, and you want more Spider Man uh with more bells and whistles and um and i think they know how to tell good stories um insomniacs i've played a few of their games um you know you can enjoy it either on a on a, on a sensory level which you definitely can tell by looking at the trailer watching the trailer yeah, i really yeah. like the fast travel mechanic it looks really cool the way they've implemented it obviously it's like this well there you go right on cue um and um yeah i think it's just a game which i'm probably ready to play for given the style of game it is and the mechanics and the uniqueness of it and um and no doubt this will bring lots and lots of memories for me but from my from my prime years um i was obviously a, a lot more sort of um in asia and i uh, spent a lot of time with asian media and asian games or japanese made games should i say but uh but yeah i, I think um you know it's going to sell a lot of units, right? And I'm just wondering how many days it's yeah. going to be before Sony post, or oh, we've sold, or Insomniac post. Thank you very much uh, for supporting us. We've sold 10 million copies. So, um, it won't be
0: long. It won't be, no, be a
1: week,
2: no. maybe a month.
0: No, it'd be longer, quicker than that.
1: I think God awarded 10 million, didn't it, in a couple of weeks or something?
2: God-awarded. It's two, was it?
1: Yeah, something like that. It's phenomenal removal. That's what I'm saying, removal, but. Back in the day, you know, a game to sell 10 million units, it's just unheard of, isn't it, until, until this decade? No, it's before,
2: because it, it, back in the day, there wasn't as many gamers who were buying stuff we could afford. Like, no, well, no. Um, let's put it this way. Let's put it in true tr- tr- context. Back in the day, we didn't have the money to spend on video games. It Dubstep. was birthdays and Christmas, yeah. if you are lucky. Yeah. So you'd get two games for the whole year. So when you played those games, you had to choose very carefully that a game, you had to buy a game that you knew was going to replay again and again and again and again and again. Um See,
1: I, I bought Super Shinobi and Ghouls and Ghosts, and I'm really oh glad God. I did because I love both of them.
2: <laughs> See? There you go. Stubb's
0: gone quiet again. Oh, That's shit. what I do. It's my thing. It's my thing. Make it awkward. <laughs> Do
1: you, I mean, I know you probably, I know you, you might not play play this game at launch, but but just what are your impressions, both of you, when you when you see the Spider-Man two? Uh, is it something you know if money wasn't a problem, if time wasn't an issue, is it is it something? That oh,
2: you'd I'd select? play. It. Yeah, it, I, I I definitely play it. It's um, I want to play yeah. it
0: on the PS5 because obviously, well, I tried P- the Spider-Man on the PS4 and. It's the, I hate to say, I have issues with the controller of the PS4, the way you, the way you move about on Spider-Man, I've never, it's the PS4 controller, I'm fine on Horizon Zero Dawn and games like that, but it, my wrist ends up aching when I'm playing the game, and I think it's something to do with that small, cause that small controller.
2: You're just used to its locations, I think.
0: Well, no, it's a bigger... Con- with a PS5, I've got a bigger bigger controller. But this game it's really does controller. look...
2: Um, like where the yeah, the, the sticks hands are, hands the buttons are, are slightly different, so therefore it's going to... It's going to... Well, Classify is going to cause... Not cause problems, but it's going to get used... Your body's not going to get familiar with it. I have feet, Joe. Large
1: hands, um, Mr. And
2: feet. <laughs> He's like a walking uh, clown.
1: There's a few of
0: those in Liza P. It's annoying when you buy traders. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I don't know if you. Those, those are the. You know the screenshots and videos I've been sending you, and you've been wondering what the hell is this game? Yeah, what, and what, it, what, fantasy. what game has that? that been? Liza Liza at, and so that's
2: Liza, Liza P. mm P. P. Mhm game pass. It is a um, Dark Souls experience, uh, so if you're not into Dark Souls, you won't enjoy it. I don't, lo- I don't like. Yeah,
0: I don't like them games. Well, obviously, indie gamer, you don't play play with your feet. Obviously, I was just clarifying. Well, I've sized twelve to thirteen feet. To. Just, just clarifying. Yeah, he's been streaming loads of videos and, and screenshots and I've been guessing in, on WhatsApp and I didn't guess it was Liza P. I've said Final Fantasy. I've, I've said Barrage. I've said all sorts. I did not know what it was. He's finally told me. Live on the show.
1: Yeah, I just um, no, I I just saw Indy's comment um, and it does give me vibes of, of Hollow Knight but I need to give it more thought exactly what um, I'm just, I'm just utterly, you know, in awe of Lies of P in terms of, I, I don't know what previous games the studio's made, but I think this is their first attempt at making a Soulsborne game. I it's very high
2: quality, and, and you can see that by the people about people are enjoying it.
1: And, and you can tell that they've played Bloodborne and you know that mm-hmm. they've played Hollow Knight just in terms of some of the references, et cetera, and so on and so forth. Uh, the musical score for the game, I've picked up a lot more records removable to play in the hotel Ooh. foyer, which, uh, which, you know, if you've if you've lived in Asia removable uh, or you've, you've spent time there, I know, but if you go to hotels and coffee bars, etc., cetera, yep. and the, the kind of records and the music that they play, and again, you know, obviously the, there's uh, the French songs and music motifs in the in the game itself right but those are commonplace kinds of tunes that you would find in in um in a um in a upmarket hotel uh, upmarket hotel or coffee I'm bar in, like in major. yeah so um it's it's just it's just phenomenal I, I um just now that the way that the world is in intercon- i know you're probably not as far as me removal so i don't, don't want to say too much but um, it just gets better and better, and um, yeah, well, as I said, it does.
2: Way. One of those things, once you get past, it, you know, it's it's uh, it does seem to open up the further you progress, so
1: yeah. And um, just in terms of um, in terms of Hollow Knight, I'll definitely give it some more thought, but there's just been so many references to, to Hollow Knight in the game. Um, it's it's um, it's really really great, and um, I, I don't know how you feel about it, removable, but obviously, you know, it's I'm uh, yeah that that is a studio i don't know what they've created but as a first attempt in terms of what they're doing and what they're trying to do i think it's brilliant and it's in game pass and um and i'd definitely put a garland around the you know around the studio for sure in terms of what they've come up with next exactly and they've been addressing you know the issues very very quickly um, as well oh Not yeah issues,
2: that's what i thought yeah i know the the tweaks
1: yeah to balancing and stuff yeah
2: yeah
0: good to hear that they're on they're on top of it with with regards to patches yes it's quite good that is
1: it's not it's just a it's just a fantastic game and um they play a lot of homage to the to to the games that from software have made and um so from software have been at it for 20 25 years you know this is their first one in, in well,
2: this in is this history. is the thing i don't this, this is this is what's probably weirded a few people out, is that this is what they would classify as a classic from-software game that's not (laughs) from-software. So, it's like, uh, hang on. This, 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 they're not used to seeing, probably, from-software type games from other Developers. Now, if you're in the indie scene, you've probably seen. Uh, there you go. I've got various Arma. attempts. I've got armor Core,
0: Fires of Rubicon on the screen now, yep. from Software Game.
2: It's one of those things that it's it's you know it's. Most people would, would they don't they, normally when you get Dark Souls, it's it's like well, it's never really is it's not as good as the original, which is, it's fair enough. But comparing them to like you know. To the pinnacle of the genre is a little bit harsh yeah, i think I
1: mean, even, Removable, even in dark souls one two and three people people argue between which one's the best version exactly yeah of the three of those right so yeah if they can't agree on that how are they going to you know allow people to introduce and and make and put a put a positive not even a positive but put a constructive spin on a game made by another studio
2: you can see the influences with their uh, without a doubt, and it's it's an it's it's tweaked the it's tweaked the formula enough to be its own thing, but it's it's definitely in, it showcases off its inspirations, and that's also helped it probably cement itself within what I would classify as the Dark Souls fan base. They can see as exactly yeah. like yourself. They can see the influences. They recognise the influences. They're happy with the influences that it's been done well, um, whilst at the same time being its own thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you know, people comparing. I, I wouldn't say comparing, but if you're like, you like know, Hollow Knight, you know, you're probably going to end up liking you know Ori um, and the Will of the Wisps, which I think is a fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's
2: going to be. it's going to be vast different comparisons from different studios and i think to be honest with you i think this is probably you know it's from a fresh studio again i think it's a fresh studio um and they've done a fantastic job just really well polished gameplay really well polished thought out mechanics that work well well.
1: we'll yeah
2: You know, um, and it's one of those ones. I think you know they've cemented themselves a potential new franchise here. I think.
1: Yeah, I'm no idea how this um, how the game ends, but I'm really intrigued to see what they what they come up with next. And there's there's always room for more good studios. Exactly. Especially from um, South Korea. Yes. You know I had
2: to yep. put that in there before. Well, yeah, I know, I know, but it's true though. There is some fantastic studios in South Korea. You know, I'm looking for that blur. Was it that Wulong Long one? Not Wu Long. Um, Black.
1: Uh, Black Myth: Wukong. Yeah, from China. Yeah,
2: Black Myth: Wukong. Yeah, that one I'm looking forward to as well. You know, it's uh, the genres exploding at the moment, and fair play to it. I want to see how it evolves. You know. I want to see competition against from yeah, software definitely because i think there is there is potential out there for you know indie developers and it's going to be pushed from the indie scene And i think this is where you know th- the inspiration has come i think people have you know taken aboard the inspirations yeah. so and they're going to push and it's going to keep pushing in, in and evolving do
0: you think it Not will do you, do you think it th- th- that game will come out on Xbox, would do you think it'd be like a PlayStation, or like PC, or just come to PC? Because it's such What's a, black, it's a black. Is Black Wu Kong? I am saying it wrong.
1: I, I
2: think it's a confirmed. It's all platforms, yeah. Oh, okay, that's I good knew. then.
1: Multi-format.
2: Yeah, that's
0: good then. That is.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think, I think yeah, it's one of those ones again. I am hoping it does yeah, really we well. Up. I hope it's got a tight yeah. uh, combat to it. I think it would be silly at this stage for it to stick with one platform i think what will happen is the very as a bit like liza pete will go to multiple platforms and then it'll be a battle from the platforms themselves (laughs) to try and make it exclusive for the second or third ones
1: i think i think they are spending a considerable amount of time to make it sure it's not compatible specifically with uh, stub Sands's pc i think that's what's yep. causing the delay yeah
0: Sure, it'd be compatible with my pc no problem
2: <laughs> it's, it's, i think it's, it's i think the guy said it's a particular Rutland code this it's just it's not going to work anywhere mm. in that area
1: no. especially my. with uh, your quick internet
0: yeah speak it doesn't work quick internet. that'll be it, it will be. It messes up with anyone over hundred megabytes a second. But no, access denied. Have
1: we actually covered all of the topics in in your um, thumbnail? Because if we if you have, then that's cause for celebration.
0: Actually, we probably have. Actually, wow. Uh,
1: it's the first,
0: hang on, I just I just try to remember what was in the thumbnail.
1: I think we've done yeah.
0: all, of the, all of them, haven't we? Yeah, I did put games, game, game, but I didn't really. You know what I mean? But I I'll, I'll just put it. I'm trying to get better at making thumbnails. They're a bit better than, than what I did before, I think. Topic. I don't know. It's coming up with, with topics ahead of time. and I try not to go for the... I try not to go for the news, gaming news, etc. try and go for more games. People seem to prefer talking about games. They do, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I Our show, I shows are typically amorphous...
0: Well, it's always good when Yakuza's mentioned. The forty-eight minute topic on Yakuza it went down very well, and all the Yakuza yeah, we'll, fans we'll, that will be will be will be about... rushing to our Yakuza podcast.
1: As, a, as serious as the matter is, right when someone raises the the topic of Yakuza, I <laughs> the that caught me of it is the fact that it just lightens the heart.
0: <laughs> I never would, <want laughs> to, to be fair.
1: Those, uh,
0: with that franchise, know, I never would have tried it word, right? if it wasn't for Game Pass. I probably never would know it existed, to be fair.
1: And it evokes the ideal idealisms of of uh, of, of Japan and and the mysteries that it holds. So um, there's there's lots of reasons to discuss Yakuza because there's just there's just so much imbued Japanese culture. Uh, well, for me anyway. I mean, I'm not going to speak for everybody, even though I love to.
2: Yeah, it's, it's it has definitely um, definitely got uh, its own unique style and taste in it, hasn't it? That's been it's got, I think it's, it's been got, accepted yeah. worldwide. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's always whenever you say something, we always just just click something in my mind. You're right. It's got charm. It's got levity. It's got richness. It's got character. It's got personality. It's got all of those things, right? And they. They just they just bring it all together in just such a, a beautiful and and and, suffer, and subtle and sort of effort, effortless ethereal and and a homely sort of welcoming and warmth kind of way that I just look forward to every entry. So um, I hope I'm not sort of like you know over egging it there, but uh, you kind I, of get where I'm coming from.
2: I think to be honest with you, regardless of what it is, gamers are really eating really good this year. Uh, you know I think we, we do generally but this year is particularly well especially with the variety of uh, indie games coming out and the, the different countries providing different you know, their take on the different genres as well I think it's just it's getting better and better as time goes on and it's um it's one of those ones I think it will only get better with time I think it was you know we haven't hit the peak yet. Thank God. Well, it's a lot of
0: games, definitely. The peak. Well, the peak. Uh, a lot of games, to be fair, are moving out of the way. There's a lot of games moving into next year now, because there's just too many. There is.
1: Oh no, I think I think that, as I said, I, I, as I mentioned, I think the delay. It's a good. It's a good thing. They Want to make sure that they're specifically not compatible with your PC. And I think removable concurred.
0: <laughs> that's probably it I'm sure but I'm sure my PC will run them don't play that many games on the PC to be fair but even though I
2: have one you play a lot of tutorials on the PC
0: yeah
1: so I know we've got like 20 minutes left for the show should we talk about Gear 6 and 7 perhaps
0: <laughs> well well, Indie Gamer wants to hear about uh, VJ's opinion on Celeste and Ori and Willow with the Wisps that's, <laughs> what he, that's what he wants <laughs> yeah, to
1: hear. Yeah, good old Kenneth Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I put I put back in the chat to him that I'll discuss those on his show. Give me something to talk what about. What we with... we really want to hear
2: about is is the fact that for this it's 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 finally been announced that this year, for the first time ever, Stubbs is going to EGX.
1: Wow, are you?
0: No, I'm not. Oh.
2: Slander, I just hoped it might be a push But it was like, no, ain't gonna happen Ain't gonna happen and. Oh, no, comment. Someone has to get him to try and push him Towards the EGX route He'll, we'll, we'll get him there one day We'll get him there one day It's not exactly if he's gonna be hard to miss as well He'll terror over everybody else, you know a that... seven-foot giant just walking through everybody. I'm well, not you know. that
0: tall. I'm, six foot I'm only about six foot three.
2: That's still bigger than everybody else, though. I'll probably be there.
0: <laughs> not, it's not tall, though. Really.
2: He says, towering over everybody. Yeah,
0: well, you think, though. I was one of the tallest in my years at school, and I see some of the people I went to school with, are now taller than me. somehow. Well, it's, the, it's, the,
2: it's the growth hormone yeah
0: mass mayhem actually is taught, just to confirm for you indy mass mayhem is actually taller than me not by much but he is
2: wow well that's because he has hair and you don't that's probably High it. Heels. That's... yeah that's you know so in fairness that, that's luke that's, that's i do
0: know for fact luke is not eight foot two i've been luke's told me but well like, not no.
2: in height maybe in length But no,
0: if anyone didn't know, I've I've been I'll probably give you a bit of more review next week. But I've um, got Oculus uh, Quest One at the minute. I have. I've been I've been setting it up today for my son, and I haven't really had much of a chance to have a go. But I had a go in the Oculus environment. It seems pretty cool. Uh, But I will let. I will report back next week about uh, VR. I will. Is this,
2: is this where you we're going to get pictures throughout the whole week of where you've destroyed half the room because you're no, because around No, because what
0: happens is you've got um, where you want to play VR. You set up a zone and it won't let you go out of the zone. It will warn you and tell you. The so same thing since you, you get in the way of somebody that's playing VR, it will make sure you can see them and it will warn you there's a there's a not there's someone there or well, there's objects so you don't fall like a safety thing where you like you draw the perimeter around where you want to play it you do but yeah i i'll, I'll report back next week uh what i
2: think of it you'll be, you'll be you'll be you'll be taking uh all over the vr channels next that'll be, that'll be on well Stubs you, of to be VR.
0: fair with the quest you can you can actually uh record gameplay you can obviously so actually play you know What we need to
2: do is just just record you, you know, going around in circles. That's all we need.
0: Oh no, not completing the uh VR experience. Doing, it,
2: doing the tutorial in VR that'll
0: be yeah. good. Yeah, but uh, it's surprised by 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 getting it. Well, not getting it, but more for my son really because he's been talking about vr we wanted vr the
2: old age actually, yeah 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 this is just four for the son, really well, just the sun. it is i would have got it <laughs> otherwise
0: it was uh but then if he likes that we're going to be getting the, probably the quest two for his birthday because apparently game pass is coming to that in november so you can play your game obviously they're not Are they vr quite games
1: Are they oh, quite oh you're looking
0: stuff? at about 300 quid for a pack and the new the new quest three that's coming out that's about five hundred pound or more, but that's wow. but it's a lot more tech packed into it. The PSVR two is five hundred quid, but you got to have a PS five for that as well. Whereas the Quest, you can actually run it purely off your phone. But if you put it on the PC, you can play Steam VR games as well. You can I haven't done that yet. But I I'm, I don't know a lot about VR yet.
1: But will you be playing
0: Hollow Knight in uh, VR mode? I will see if I can. Just for Indie Gamer. Just to get that stats a bit more than Removal Sanity, who's got zero hours and zero minutes, and zero seconds.
1: I I could not believe it.
0: it? I was actually comparing my Xbox. I'm going to go and look at Removal Sanity's stats on it. I was like, oh my God. He's not played it. I was like, I've got a message. Well, not, you. On,
1: not, on,
2: not on my not on my plan um, oh, like three. at
0: least I've played it. You, yeah, show me your stats on your your family members. Uh,
2: yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> that's one thing I don't pass on. <laughs> I don't have the permission either because uh, he uses it for his kids. No, but, fair no I I, I, I'm jo- for I am about joking. An hour, um, on the on the uh, yeah, I play for about now. Because as I said I wanted, to, I think I mentioned it before on, on this on this show. I had mentioned it before that it's sort of one of the ones I want to try out. And uh, uh, he was playing it actually, so I was like, oh, okay, I'll have a go. And it's just one of those games that I just know that I'm going to have to try and you know set time down for it. But I just haven't got the time. It's there is we are eating good as gamers. There is too many great indie games at the moment that, that take my precedent and need to look at. For instance, next week. EGX I'll be at EGX looking at the When EGX, is it uh, games. When is it? I don't even know when it is uh, October 12th to the 15th
1: are you, are you there for the three days?
2: No unfortunately, three days? I cannot be there for the three days No so um, Saturday and the Friday I cannot go due to my partner is doing a night shift on the Friday night and the Saturday so I'm looking after the kids so it just means that I'm there only there for Thursday Unfortunately, an EGX
0: flying him in, not when he removed something to be there. So they're flying him in, paying for his hotel, and uh, getting him there.
2: I know, actually, I'll be, I'll um, be, I'll be just driving down there. Um, jumping can, on, you can drive jumping to... on the train. Oh,
0: I was gonna say, driving yeah, well, uh,
2: well, you can actually. You, well, we went down there with Tushi. Was it last year? right down, uh, and he did actually. He did actually drive down there and park in there. He has a really good car park there, so I didn't realise this, um, and it was dead in the car park. So, to answer you, you could easily just drive down there and park in there, easy so car park.
0: So he's quite experienced, um, so being a lorry driver, driver definitely. Exactly, that's, a what,
2: that's why I was happy for him to kind of drive because he's he knows London better than I do. So he does. Um, but for me, I'll probably just, I'll, um, I'll, ju- I'll jump on the train and get in there. It does mean that I'll be late. You know, I mean, I'll probably leave here about five. Yeah. Uh, get there for about eight, which means uh it's sh- uh, early bird. So I got think so I should be able to get in there for an angle early, which I think is ten. Um, and then I'll probably finish up about six and probably get home for about So ten. early
0: bird gets you at ten o'clock?
2: Yes, it's an hour early, effectively.
0: So what is spent meant to open at eleven o'clock?
2: I think it's either... I can't, I can't be actually be sure. It's either eleven o'clock or ten o'clock, so it's one what of those. Almost the days You, gone, you get in there. What's the hell? You get in there for about an hour early, which is great, especially on the Thursday, because if there are some big hitter games there... Um, get those done first and then move on to the other games. So if you've got like a big AAA game that everyone wants to play, do that first without a doubt, because I guarantee you, the moment those doors are um, open, it will be like a two-hour queue, three-hour queue for some of these games. Wow. Fuck that. Fucking in
0: at first in games That's that long people to one of these events
1: if you can mr Stubbs. it's uh it's a real experience
0: i will go one year i'll go with um i'll probably take my brother and probably aim for next year because i'll go with my uh the one you lot seen in the chat one day a queuing i'm a i'm very very impatient uh i won't be queuing for call I don't have the patients to queue for shit.
2: You have to uh, tell you what now, if you've ever been to EGX, queuing is going to be part and parcel because there is so many people there.
0: I don't have the patients Oh, you talk
2: about what you inside, not outside.
0: Inside. don't like uh, queuing inside, in general.
2: W- yeah, if, if that was the case, then inside, if you can, do it on a Thursday. Um, get there early, get the early pass, and then you'll get in that hour early and you'll be able to do the big ones and then the rest will be much easier. Just to yeah. You know, still
0: can't believe it opened. I like, still yeah. can't believe it opened so damn late.
2: Eleven. Because A lot of the people are trying to set up still in those regards.
0: That just seems very late to me. It does.
2: You know they, they do like to. Uh... I obviously there, there, there is. It, it, I think it's just generally because there's so many people trying. You know, um, what's it called? set up and then you've got problems with the systems you sometimes it's it's better as well also too early um they don't always get enough people in on the very first day perfect for like fridays and saturdays because you got to think about it thursday most people aren't going to take a day off work for it as much as they say they will they're not going to take a day off work for it unless you're in the industry itself um Friday, you're more likely to take a day off because it's near the weekend. Saturday is going to be the pinnacle one because everyone will probably be there straightforward for it. So, it's...
0: I've been to Euro when it it was called Eurogamer and it wasn't a big show like it is now. I've I've been and it was straight in. There wasn't no DQs of now, but there was for, you know, all the big games, AAA games, but it wasn't a big show like it is now. It was just called Eurogamer. I mean, yeah. it really is still no, called but Eurogame now. Is, but I you just I, called
2: it EGM. When I when I was like that, it was like um, even when it was back. I've been, I've been, I've almost gone to every season. Why don't they move and it and back? And literally...
0: Why don't they move it back to Birmingham? I don't oh, know what oh, they don't want to use Birmingham.
2: Was a nightmare. Birmingham was a nightmare. I've I've been to both, and I tell you what, the London one is definitely better. I know it's a pain in the ass for everyone up north to come down, but it's uh, it's it's better. I, uh, Birmingham one was effectively in a big. A big mall, a... and it was—it's—it's. It's, I well, just found it a nightmare to get to. Well, you got to it's account amazing, for your twelve
0: pound fifty now. Your you led zone, the whole of London isn't—it's in, in that zone now. So you have got to account yeah. for your twelve pound fifty. You you dead stupid
2: zone. Well, if you drive anyway.
0: Yeah, you have got to account for that crap. Whole London now.
2: Uh, I, yeah, I would. I would. I'd say it's going to be a much better way. But uh, yeah, I mean, back when it was you know, back before prior COVID, you had to get there an hour early because even when you first started, when you, you, the queues outside would like wrap around the whole of the area, it was a nightmare. Um, I mean, I remember you know it was like a ten o'clock opening. That was the early bird. I'd I'd get there for eight o'clock because I knew that by nine o'clock people would be already queuing up. It was a fan, it was pretty hectic. Uh, it's not so much recently, but then again, I think that's because of COVID. And obviously, you know, the fact that a lot of the big hitters were like, I mean, are they going to continue doing the big live shows? I really hope they do. I really do. I said, um, we'll see what happens this year. I'd like to think it's going to get better this year. It yeah, hopefully like it does. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see you know to be honest with you i think i think the more we the more live shows we do the more people come to these live shows the better it's going to get and it all it'll it'll become back to what it was what it was you know it was like you know it's the pinnacle of gaming events for the uk and i want to see it back to where where it was because i think we need these live shows because you you know these live shows you are not just there for the gamers like yourself and me but they're there to also meet up with mates they're also you know there's particularly one of the two or three times you're going to meet up with someone from social media
0: to be fair yeah. i mean if i went that'd be the main thing i'd be going for is to meet up with some of the some of the people i know online like indie luke you etc uh i don't think if it's you went for a day you
1: don't. he out america
0: Well, I'm not going to fly to America, just, you know what I
2: mean? I would love to, I'd love to go to some of the big shows in America. Um, I just know for a fact that I probably uh, will never get a chance to do it because it's so expensive. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but if you're only going for a day to EGX, and that's what I would do. By the time you've queued up, got in at 10 o'clock, you wouldn't really have much room to do anything. You
2: know, well, this is, is why they sometimes yeah, they're like it's a two, two or three day event so they expect you you know uh, to basically you know use those days to do it. I, I think to ask you it's it's all about planning you can get around a lot of the area if you plan carefully um, that's what I do. I plan carefully where I'm gonna start the games yeah, which but ones you... I'm looking at yeah you know and then I finish off with the merchandise at the very last minute because once you finish off like, the last half hour, before it closes, is perfect for merchandise because they normally drop the drop the prices a little bit. Yeah,
0: it is four days, but the vast majority of people, the highest percentage of people, just go for Saturday. But that's where all the main main tickets are sold is Saturday.
2: Yeah, I, 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 this is Saturday is probably the easiest for most people. You know, I think it's just because it's. Uh, you know, it's one of the easier days. They'd probably be able to easily book it off. Sunday's pretty good as well, uh, for families. But I still think so I think Saturdays was always the, the, the pinnacle one. Mm-hmm. Fridays and thri- Fridays was a mixture of industry insiders and, um, the public. And then Thursdays pretty much influences. Content creators, uh, interesting insiders, publishers with a smattering of you know public who who are real hardcore fans who've taken the time off. That's fair, that is. But I would I would recommend trying it. I'd honestly I think I think you're, uh, you know, you'll be remiss if you don't go. Well, I'm not. So there we go. Clearly not a PC Master
0: Race fan. I don't play that many.
2: Yeah. I, I, I,
0: need, I need to play more on PC. But uh, I will go one day. I keep saying that. And then he keeps telling me. He's saying every year. It's true. I play games every day, indie game. I play Gears of War 6 Gears of War 5 every day.
2: Gears of War 6. Hey, you see that? Told you. Insider. He's, he's Insider, yeah. London, I oh, it
0: just puts me off. God, London, so fucking busy. It's all right.
2: Hmm. It's you, you know, you know. I'm not you know, a city. Per- be... I'm not. I'm
0: not a city person. I live in the
2: countryside. You
0: see, country pumpkin, You see,
2: it's. Please wait, you're gonna be. You're gonna be in. You're gonna see London for a probably about half hour before you get there, and then you're never gonna see London again because you'll just be inside a big event area. Once that's in, then you'll get like half hour back. I wouldn't again, know
0: and... where I wouldn't know where the Excel Centre is. Not a clue. No idea.
2: It is one of those ones, honestly. Uh, it, once you've done it, it's it's nice and simple. Sounds good, look. The, the biggest problem is if it's A going beers, to be stained. Walk around it. That
0: sounds great. That does. That's exactly aimlessly walking around. There we go. That sounds quite good. That does.
2: The cell beer. Uh, honestly, it it goes. It goes. I tell you what. Before you, you walk in, you think, oh, I'm just going to play this the game. I'm just going to mess around with that one. Oh, maybe we have a chat with a mate that's turned up, and before you know, it's like oh, it's yeah, six pm. It's probably probably time for you to go now. It's like oh crap.
0: <laughs> no, to be fair, it probably 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 would be interesting to go, but I'm not going. I'm not going this year. I'm not planning to.
2: Yeah, you said that last year. I did. Yeah. Does that mean? Does that mean that it's like it's guaranteed for next year? And guaranteed.
0: I'll be going. I should. Should
2: be going. See, next it's gone from I'll be going to should again.
0: Well, I'll see if I can get to go. I don't want, from my end.
2: Well, uh, you should be able to get, you know, you should be able to get trained out, would you? Uh,
0: train, yeah, yeah. It's bloody expensive a train
1: is. Why don't you just take Oh, your trust me, I know.
2: cheaper to drive,
0: probably
1: i
2: thought you went by helicopter these days everywhere well he's, he's quite which i tell you, i submit it took me it would cost me about 30 quid train journey for um WASD, and that was at liverpool near Liverpool street so on, 30 like
0: quid me. from where you live you must be living close to me then
2: years ago no, it, was no, about... no, no. Well, it was 30 quid from bishop Storford. so bishop Storford is literally out is next to stanford airport so that's our. Oh, that's is, why you're forth. close
0: then, because I'm on the Stansted
2: Airport line. Yep. So then, right. but so I, what, what, I have what, to what drive train is... from where I live to of Storford. So my parents are, around, I live around there, and I basically just, you know, park up outside their house and then jump on the train.
0: Oh, that's the last time I went London. It was through the roof. The prices are to. King's Cross. I wonder how much that's going to cost.
2: Well, for, I would go for an all all day travel all day travel card because should things happen like you know there's strikes or there's maintenance or something else is going, you have the ability to then circumvent the blockage blocked areas and and kind of get to it that way. So I always go for an all day travel card if uh, I'm just doing if it's going to like that.
0: Yeah, it's a good eighty quid good 80 quid 104 uh, single from 80 pounds so returns yeah that's a bit that's ridiculous that is
2: this is where it, in your case it might be easier to just do a, as they said a hotel I oh no it's gone, it to,
0: go. it's gone down a bit now I've clicked on it so probably it's probably on yeah, it depends what time you travel does not it
2: yeah oh, I would. I would get there early you know, as I said, you can either if you do what Indy does, which is basically buys that like, he uh, he uh, puts himself up in a nice five star hotel, and then uh, you know close to the air arena, and then just yeah you know, walk over.
0: Yeah, The early the early, but basically, the, if you want to get into London early, you're talking eighty pound one way. Basically, from, that's what he's saying. But there, uh, it's London for you. Only about an hour or so from me. From London? Yeah, L- an hour and a half on the train, an hour on the speed, speed the fast train from Peterborough. Because that's the, that's the, you can go the Peterborough route or Leicester uh,
2: route. Oh, yes, I see. Yeah, You're going to be going from that point. Yeah. So you... Or,
0: or you can go from Leicester.
2: Is Leicester a direct line? If Leicester's a direct line, then you've probably. It's a direct from line Leicester.
0: from Peterborough to Leicester. Direct line from Peterborough to Kings Cross. It doesn't stop.
2: Then go for yeah. I would in that case. Then yeah, definitely go because for me, I've got to go to Bishop's Dorford and I've got to go to the Underground, switch over about three lines, and then do the uh, DLR, and then then get out there. So I've got a pretty a of a journey. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Well, anyway, it's been a nice chat about that. I might go next year. I'm not going to say definitely, but who knows? But uh, just because you don't go to gaming shows doesn't mean you're a ga- You ain't a gamer. Just to clarify that one. <laughs> so anyway, thanks everyone for tuning in. you asked. And uh, where can we? F- thanks, VJ, for coming on.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Where can we find you?
1: Uh, you can find me yeah. here.
2: <laughs> you ask this question every time and he gives uh, you the same answers like
0: viewpoint gaming on the platform x and he's mr vj in chat well thanks for coming on he vj is. and removal sanity thanks for coming on
2: hello that much appreciate thank you for having on again it's enjoyable topics obviously i uh, I enjoy having a chat with yourself and VJ. The fact that you put up with me is always a, a very, very thankful experience for me. Um, for all those listening uh, and watching, if you are uh, interested in talking to me in any shape or form, you can find me on, on Minds, uh, Twitter, or X as it's now called, or Twix as some people call it, uh, YouTube, and... Xbox under the name Removal Centre.
0: Thanks for coming on. And if you and if you've yes, probably that wasn't indie gamer you're right.
1: Where, where can we find you, Mr. Stubbs?
0: On Stubbs yeah. Gaming on YouTube, Stubbs Gaming on Rumble. And you can also find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere on podcast platforms. And Sub- Stubbs yes. Cast will be returning soon with Judzilla interviewing me, uh, and that will probably, probably won't probably won't be live.
1: Your, can we find your life-size portrait in the foyer of Windsor Castle?
0: No, but um, Stubbs Cast will be arranged. Uh, Judasilla going to be interviewing me. That probably won't be live. We pre record that. <laughs> I get the questions beforehand. The people committee want to ask me.
2: What's your name? Where so it'd be are you stooped. from? There'd what do you do? What's your favourite sandwich?
0: Otherwise, you say. How is
1: your blood? <laughs>
0: you'll get all sorts if you do it live. No, oh, I'm not doing that. I want live.
2: But can you can make a little bit of live to you. Like that?
0: Nah, I've, I've, I've had it before, and you'll get people asking silly questions, not sensible ones. Like, what sandwich is your favourite sandwich? Yeah, you are right. They'll be checked by my PR team, uh, Indie Gamer. Correct. No, Junseer will be asking me them all when we finally sort it out. So, yeah. Anyway, thanks, everyone, for checking out Indie Gamer Luke Steele, who's actually on holiday in a hotel where it's,
2: you can have any drink you want. Any drink you name it you can have it. Oh, I just like the sound of that. He better yeah. be having some nice drinks for me.
0: Oh he is, I've seen some photographs. He's having some very nice drinks. He's...
2: White Russian, yeah just think of it, uh what's the uh Bloody Mary, that's always can good. Have anything he said.
0: Literally. Thanks, Cooper, for popping in. And everyone else. There's been loads of people in chat. Bimba Pixel Slapper. Pixel Slapper. Loads of people. Thanks for the support, everyone. And I'll see you next time. Next Monday. Have a good one. Cheers. Bye. Bye.